0: You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or
1: wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11 time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. Much better sounding this time. My name is Richard Blosser welcoming you to a more normal sounding Grit and Barrett podcast this week. And before we do start with all of this week's shows and festivities and hoopla and hargle-bargle, I just, I want to come on this microphone and I want to tell all of you that I am sorry Last week's episode was... I was trying out a new Yeté microphone. I was trying out a new microphone to see if the old one had really gone away and was really done. But what my problem was was that I put a completely new black Yeté microphone on without really getting the settings up. And so what ended up happening was that it was a horribly sound mess. It sounded like I was broadcasting to all of you and I'm really far away from the microphone. Not a lot of you can hear me, but now I'm stepping closer and you can hear me, but it sounded like the microphone was all the way out here and I have no idea why that happened. So, will I eventually use the new microphone? Yes. That will get used. Um, I think I will probably use that more for um, for interviews. Uh, interview reasons. But um, I just wanted to apologize to everyone. Because I hold myself to standards. I hold myself to standards of having good audio for all of you. And the Hockey Podcast Network. Because that's just the type of guy that I am. So I'm really sorry for Friday face-off sounded like crap. I really am, and that is, and that's me telling you that from the bottom of my heart. So, all right, with that out of the way, let's talk some hockey, shall we? The Bears were at it back again this week, and it was going against the Bridgeport uh, Islanders. Uh, last time at Giant Center, last time around, last time around, here's your popcorn, sir. Last time around the track as the boys in blue take on the boys in chocolate and white. And you think you know everything about this team. You think you know, but do you know? Uh, Yeah, actually, we do. And thanks to some uh, taxi squad movement, Mike Scarbosa rejoined us this past week. Yes, all right. Good to have him back. Who got called up? Joe Snively. What? Joe Snively. What? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So let, let, let's not overreact to this. Joe Snively deserves to get called up to the Capitals. He even started in Thursday night against Dallas, against Brendan Holtby. And if you want to know how that went, go check out the Caps Chirps, boys. Free plug. Hello, Hockey Troll. Love you. So, the Bears got Michael back, lost Snively, and we had a few other guys start to come back as well. We threw some um, add-ons back to South Carolina as Ryan Demoski got sent back down to South Carolina, released from his PTO on Wednesday, playing in Norfolk on Thursday. Good for him. So, all right, we got a bit more firepower against these guys. I'm pretty sure we know the Islanders by now. God, that sounds so dirty to say, but we can take them, and I'm ready. I'm ready. It is a balmy seven degrees outside in Hershey when we start this pure hockey weather at its finest. Salt-laden streets, cool, dry air. My fingers get so cracked in this type of weather. It is January winter weather here in the Mid-State. And we're ready to get back underway. Puck drops, and we're underway. And all right, let's get going. I'm ready. We have a we have a really big hoose at Giant Center this week because it's Scout night. Oh boy, this is back. Scout night when you have a bunch of kids running around. Scoutmasters um unsuccessfully wrangling their kids. Oh boy. This isn't good. And, oh, look. They brought the mini donut van inside because of how cold it is. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. But it's a sellout. It's a sellout because we've only got less than 10 home games left in the season. So, okay. It's fine. I'm cool. I'm cool. Let's get going. The puck's underway and everybody... And we're getting ready. We're going after Bridgeport. But they're pushing back. A lot of pucks in deep. Shots on net. Guy gets checked into the boards. Move pucks up. Puck gets broken up in the neutral zone. Skating around. Passes not getting in. Passes is getting broken up in the neutral zone. Uh, shots are only 6-4 midway through the first. Moves the person. Oh, God. Oh, okay, uh, Pucks, something, uh, Bridgeport, might as well Faction Feud while I'm here, and Long jo- oh, that nearly got in, okay, fine, all right, all right, uh, all right, who am I going to start in the feud this week, uh, d- 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 oh, it's a female one, might as well put Acro Trish, oh, nice hit there, Eddie Whitgoat, nice hit, uh, okay, all right, hey, calm down there, Vela, you're going to give yourself a hernia or something. All right, fine. And hey, uh, you guys. Uh, oh, it's the end of the first period. Okay, cool. All right. Yay. Boy, what a great big period full of nothing in the first period. I, I, I can't even really make this sound interesting. This first period by the Bears and the Islanders was nothing but capital B boring between these two teams. Sure. The shots might have said different between these two teams. Hold on here, stupid AHL app. The shots were only 8-5 Bridgeport after a one, but Ulta! this was a tough watch. This was boring hockey, and I don't even mean like entertainingly meh hockey. Like, it's a really tense game where passes are getting broken up and teams have to skate into the zone with precision Passing and know what to do and have to be methodical and painful and pick their spots. No, dear God, this was bad hockey. This was oopra boopa. I was. Ugh. All right, second period. All right, let's get this going. All right, the Bears. All right, they got their legs going. All right, finally, they get the legs going. They get their game going. And Alexiev, oh, he did. That was a rough first shift for him, and he goes. Goes down to the bench. He's sitting on the bench a long time. Okay. All right. All right. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. So, uh, all right. Let, let's keep this going in the second. Still more neutral zone shenanigans. And then um, Bears get power play. And, and um uh, uh <sighs> Oh, what? What? Fluffernutter. What? Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, Bears get a power play. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. I mean, yeah. Kovala, that guy. Getting a power play. Hey, how's the Royal Rumble? Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe, who started the Women's Royal Rumble? Oh, Sasha Banks came out as Sailor Moon? Hey, come on. Show that to me. Come on, man. Nah, she didn't really pull off the luck that well. What? What's going on in the ice? Eh, here it he goes. Who's number two? Who's number two? Oh, Molina! Molina's back, and she looks fantastic. All right, who's number three in the Rumble? Oh, hey guys! Good job doing that hockey. All right, how's the Royal Rumble? Is it? How's that? That? Uh oh. Okay. All right, fine. Come, all right. Who's number six in the Rumble? How are you doing? Wait, is that Scarbosa? Boom! Right into the boards. Oh dear God! Oh, that shoulder and neck first into the boards. And in comes Eddie Whitko. Oh, God, just beating the tar out of him. We have a fight. We have life in the arena once again. And all right, we have a fight. This is going to inspire the boys. This is what's going to get the game going. You want to piss off Islanders? Beat them at their own games. Do some fighting. And, and, and... Nothing. Nothing at the end of second. And I'm trying to make this more interesting for everybody here, but I could tolerate. I, I could tolerate meh hockey. I I can't this is rough. This is not even good. This is just boring. Now, the one thing about the Islanders that we noticed throughout the two, two slog of a periods in this is that. Are the Islanders fast? Yes. Do they have talent? Yes. But one thing we've noticed with them is that they have a lack of finish on their team. They'll get three-on-twos. We saw two-on-ones break out. Two-on-ones where where they just kneeling one-timers in. Yay! As the kids like to say. Pfft. Shot goes the other way. Two-on-ones passed over. Woof! Swing and a miss. Swinging a miss. And away you go. 24 t- players come in round. Dominant jean means uniform's black, blue. Bow to Lamarello. Bow to Bossy. And soon you'll have a team that's completely inept and unable to win a Calder Cup in 25 years. I don't know where that came from, but let's keep going with it. This team just couldn't finish. Three on twos, multiple passing, and ones that get broken up by a single defenseman. I mean, this is just... Lack of finish by this team. And they'd get power plays against the Bears, but would end up doing elbowings and just stupid penalties that would negate it. Elbows and trips and just stuff that would negate this. And these are the little things that add up. These are the little things that make them be in the bottom three of the division. This is a good team. Maybe they just have bad luck. But we go into the third. zeros. On the board. The Women's Royal Rumble is more exciting than this. It really is. And so, you know, we're watching more and more hockey and we're hearing, Oh, oh, what the hell? 111. They're getting the wave going. Uh-oh. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, no, don't get the wave going. Don't get the, they're getting people going. No, don't do this. And we have the wave going. Yay. When the wave happens, nothing good happens. When this happens. I've seen us do this when Wilkes-Barre has been in town. And we've blown two goal leads when this happens. Games have gone pear-shaped because of the wave. Well, they're just trying to have fun. Watch the damn hockey game. That's fun. Not this whole, let's do the wave because of how wacky we are. woo Oh, my God, you want to do the wave? Go to a baseball game. My goodness. And it's fact. It's not me being sour grapes. It's fact. It's science. I've seen this. So what happens? Long shot by Cole Bardrow up in the air in front of Copley. Comes back down. Kubiak shot. Big rebound. Thomas Hickey shot scores. And the Islanders score four minutes after the wave has been done. I told you. Told you. That's what the Wave does. Nobody listens to me. Tomas Hickey with his third of the season makes it 1-0 Bridgeport in a game that is painful to watch. But the Bears get a power play going and the first unit gets out. No Scarbosa out there. That's not good. No Double A out there. That's not good either. Nope. No, P-Line. That's really not good. Okay. So we have our second unit out there that consists of Vela, Brown, Messi, Gersic, and Vecchione. Oh, dear God. But Brown gets a, collects a loose puck off the boards, flicks it out to Messi. looks. Over to Messi. over to Gursic, winds, fires, scores! Shane Gersuch blasts one past Zerac and he wanted that one back sliding over on the blocker hits the blocker and goes right into the net he wants that one back and the Bears tie it 1-1 and that's all you're getting out of this game that's all you're getting you lose well not really you don't lose but the rest of that game was still more of the same tight checking Bungled spots Copley making great saves a shot in on Copley scramble in the net that's loose underneath him Here comes an Islander to slap it into a wide open net and Copley behind and swats it out of the crease dear God Wow Copley making hell of saves This could have been 6-1 With the way they were playing but again lack of finish lack of execution and we're going to overtime Woo. The Bears start out with a decent squad of Lucas, Vecchione, and... Oh, who else did they have? And AJ was out there. <laughs> you want this over with. I I, I know that you want this damn game over with. But Bridgeport gets some chances. And we get some players on. And a line comes out that consists of Gersich, AJ, and Messi? Uh, okay... Bridgeport comes in with a two-on, two-on-one 2 on crossing feed. shank completely misses by Bridgeport. Gets bumped out of the zone. Jake Messi's got it. D- okay, okay, Messi, peel back and wait for reinforcements. Do not engage. He goes in. Oh, my God. Maverick, what are you doing? Maverick, get back here, Maverick. Maverick, what are you doing, Maverick? No. Don't do it, Messi. Don't do it. Goes in. Skates. Cuts in on the circles to cut in front and gets tripped up on the way in. Rings his bell. Not really. Off the post. Bridgeport collects it. Penalty on them for tripping. Four on three. Power play for the Bears. Nicely done. Messy on him. So, the Bears, they they put a good crew out, out there to get this going. Lucas, AJ, Vecchione, and Pinho. We want this goddamn game over it. Face-off one. Back out to Lucas up top. Back over to AJ. AJ looking. He's not in a circle. Over to Lucas. Over to Vecchione. Wines fired. Scores! 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 Vecchione scores! That's it! That's it! That's game! Jared didn't even get to finish the penalty announcement. And that does it at 2.47 in overtime. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Bridgeport. Mike Vecchione Seventh of the season, Bears win it, 2-1 to the final. Dear God, done. I'm out. I'm out, Jerry. I'm out. All right. So, all right, that. (laughs) Okay, that game was truly exciting in the last five minutes than what we made it look. Your three stars of the game, Vecchione with the game-winning goal, Sarayak, Skarik for the Islanders, 33 for 35 Good game out of him. Copley, twenty-six of twenty-seven. As the Bears get the win on a Saturday night on Scout Night. Good job, lads. Bridgeport, they're tough. This is their style that they are going to play. And the Bears lost some talent in this. Like I said, Mogle, double A, who's not having the best of seasons, and Scarbosa, double A, and Pline. Out. Two of those guys are going to be important. And with Snively up with the Capitals, we don't know when or if we'll be getting them back. So once again, the Bears are depleted due to call-ups and injuries. Guess what? Nobody cares. Hate to tell you, and I've heard and I heard the, the social media banter. And in the words of um, I forget from the from the Sopranos, no bitch to me. No bitch to me. Bet with your head. No over it. No bitch to the rest of the league. Injuries and call-ups are no longer an excuse. Find a way to make it happen. And so the boys, well, we we had a Sunday afternoon game we had to do. That was at the Electrodrome. And we'll get to that in a minute after a word from our sponsor at DraftKings. But before we continue on the podcast, everyone, let's shift toward the National Football League. Championship Sunday is over, and the moment we've been waiting for since September, or technically early August, when training camp started, it's finally here, and in honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving all new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings is now live in New York. New York City! And now you can bet from from almost a third of the country. Well, yes, New York State really is that big. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings Daily Football Contest will be available for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get a free shot at millions of dollars in top prizes with DraftKings Sport, Sportsbook. So, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 or older, minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible game resources. Voidware prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee. Call or text the 10 red line 1-800-899-9789. In Connecticut, call 888 888- 789-777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 1-877-8 HOPE NY that's H-O-P-E-N-Y or text HOPE NY 467-369 That's a mouthful. And now, on with the show. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. That was a word from our sponsor at DraftKings Sportsbook. Well, well, well. You can now do business there in uh, in New York. Well, that's a thing. Well, okay, let's let's keep this going. The Bears were at it back again on a Sunday, championship Sunday, there in the NFL. But we still had some hockey to play. We don't get out of way for football. Well, well, that comes in two weeks, but we'll get to that when the time comes. As the Bears traveled to the electro for a five o'clock start there at the PPL Center. And well, I don't want to alarm a lot of people, but um the Bears haven't won a road game in 2022 yet. Now, that could mean that we haven't played more than three. This is our third road game in the month of January. This this month was very, very home-heavy. In fact, the most of the whole year. But back uh, the first Friday of the month was Syracuse. Mm, that was a loss, and that didn't really go well. Two weeks ago, we took on uh, Wilkes-Barre, and... And we suffered our first loss to them up there in in uh, the Casino Dome. So here we are at the Electrodrome at the end of the month, playing a team that is is getting better. I'm not, not going to pick on these guys. I did plenty of that back in November, in October, November. These this Phantom team is not to be taken lightly. Let me repeat that, everyone. Do not take this team lightly. They are a rival, they are young, they, and they are hungry. They are unfiltered sugar. They are raw sugar. They need filtering, and when they do, they'll be good. But as of right now, they are raw and unfiltered sugar. But they're still dangerous. So, we can't just go up there and assume we're going to get a win up there in the Electrodrome. But it's a 5 o'clock tilt up there in Allentown, or, or Lehigh Valley, and in the first period, rather even between these two teams, the Bears are starting without a lot of their usuals. Michael not in the lineup. Um, no double A, no uh, Pelon as well. Uh, Riley Clark slides in. Riley Sutter gets back in. The gritty bottom six is in there. So Pinho gets an A on his uniform. Congratulations. And uh, it's, it's, it's a thing. Th- this is not our best squad we're rolling out there. So, uh, let's go at... Wait. Col- wait. Who's that on... Kobe Magali? Who? Kobe Magali. Who? Exactly. Wolfta. This is going to be a rough lineup, but... Nobody's going to play pity for you. Out in the net is Zach fukali Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. No, no. I'm not going to get... No. No, 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 no. Let... he's got to work himself out of it. It's like a pitcher in a slump. He's got to work his way out of it. So, uh, Bears get a power play midway through the first, and it gets dumped all the way down the zone. Fukali goes out to play it. Nice little backhand, and here comes a phantom in. Just comes in. Lucas gets tied up there on the boards. What are you doing, son? Throws it back in. Throws a nice pass to number seven, but number seven plays for the Phantoms. Out front to Cal O'Reilly. He scored. Damn it. And there I hear it. Hey da 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 We're not clapping a I'm sorry, the theme song their whole song's really good, sorry. It's fun. And if you know the WWE wrestler that's from Moranya, but there. But after I'm hearing Zach say, "Well, the Phantoms get one on the boards. Boards. They got to go right back to work." And then I hear it. I hear the sound I heard for so many years. Phantoms goal. Let me just bring it up here a second. His seventh of the season, scored by Captain Cal O'Reilly. Hello, Joe Woolwick. I've missed you too. <laughs> oh good. Okay. After all that. Nice job by the Phantoms. Um, it wasn't exactly a booger boogga bugga but Zach, you got it. You know, Fukali, Fauli, Marbles, Marbles. Come on. A little bit quicker on the uptake here. I want to get these guys off of you. Marbles. Come on. Let's keep it going. Uh, Lucas, bad giveaway. And there's Kyle Kyle O'Reilly. I wanted to say Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly, Kyle O'Reilly, All Elite Wrestling. No, Kyle O'Reilly. And it's in the back of the net. It is one 1-0 Phantoms after one, and uh, this th- 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 they're tough at home. This Phantom team's tough at home. They win. They got a really nice win the other day. So we cannot take this team lightly. You cannot. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna keep saying it until. Until this team gets it, I'm going to keep saying it. The second period was a whole lot of nothing. It really wasn't. And if it makes it sound like I don't have a lot from this game, it's because, well, I kind of don't because I was off doing wedding stuff. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm being a good future hubby. I have to do these things. We had to meet with one of our pastors. We had a catering meeting the AFC championship was going on as well. I mean, come on. on, I had a lot on my plate. I mean, I, I, I tried, I tried. It was a very busy and productive Sunday for me. Sorry. Sorry. There's going to be a couple weekends a year where this is going to happen. And this was just one of those Sundays where I couldn't keep track of the bears as much as I wanted to. Sorry. I'm trying. I really am. Later on the second, the bears get a power play going Power play going. AJ looks over for Vecchione. Wines fire. Scars! Mike Vecchione against his former squad, and I'm hearing it. Boo! Boo! <laughs> I love booze. I drink it all the time. <laughs> the former Phantom gets his squad, and it, we are tied at one heading into the third. All right. In the third. The Bears get this cycle game going. It looks like they're really pressuring back against the Phantoms. Long shot by Lucas. Tipped by Vecchione. Scores! Deflection into the net. 2-1 Bears with an early third period lead against the Phantoms. Yes! Yes! You gotta take it to them there in the Electrodrome. You gotta get them there. Yes! Great job, guys. And if it sounds like I'm really emphasizing that the Electrodrome is a hard place to play... Well, I'm not sure if I ever really made this point in years past, but yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. There are people there because the Phantoms have been around for... chicks. No, it's around eight eight years. Well, wow. Anyway, anyway, the Phantoms have been around for nearly 10 years. 25 years in total because they counted everything and counted it as 25 years of existence. It makes sense to them. Let's just keep this going. But... They're at the Electrodrome. They have a rowdy core fan base there. They play arena rock music. The sound system's turned up to 11. I should know. And they know how to get their fans going. The MCs are really good at what they do there. They have a cheer crew in orange jumpsuits. I'm not kidding. And I might sound like I'm annoyed by this. I'm annoyed because it works. They have built a fan base there, slightly entitled. They've built a fan base there and it's worked. And even though their team is kind of down right now, you have a loyal core of a fan base that's going to show up. And in this rivalry, they are the Bears' most heated rival heated rivals. The Phantom like honestly, I don't know who's worse. Is it Phantoms and Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins or is it Phantoms and Bears? I don't know. I honestly don't. Hold on. Alright. Let's take this baby on home. Baby on home. Later on the third. Bears get another get another power play. Alright. Let's not alright. I know we gave up a shorthanded earlier in the night, but this is our fifth power play of the night. We'll be fine. We'll be guns. Puck gets knocked out of the zone. Okay. Massey's going after it. Massey skate a little. Faster. Sedin slaps in. It, it goes to Kyle O'Reilly in the slot. Who's got him? Shoot scores! God damn it! And Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle where the Hell am I saying Kyle O'Reilly! Kyle O'Reilly ties the game all alone in the slot. Bam! Into the net. And Zach Fukali is looking up to the heavens. Oh no. Oh no. That's like a pitcher who, whenever he gives up a home run, just kneels down and sulks afterwards. He's rattled. And he did that on a shorthanded goal, too. Look to the heavens because he knew he should have had that. Two shorthanded goals in a game, in the words of Lex Luthor, unacceptable. It really isn't. One is forgivable, twice is a lifestyle. Game's tied. Two minutes later, Phantom's working it around. They have the momentum, they have the juju going as Garrett Wilson throws a Sean Fucali, just kicks the puck. Out, but doesn't have a lot on it And it just dribbles off his leg Rolls right off it, Wandering puck in the slot Eddie trying to find it He can't In comes Linus Sundin Gets his puck between the legs That's not code for anything Against Eddie Slaps the puck And it goes in God damn it And Linus Sundin scores Two goals In two and a half minutes For the Phantoms And now they're up 3-2 Again Taking this team lightly Resting on a 2-1 lead. Shorthanded goals. God. And again, yes, I get mad that we're losing to them. To these guys. You know what our record is against the Phantoms this year? 1-3. What's our we- record against Wilkes-Barre? 9-1. And, and we're going to be playing a lot more of these guys as we head down the stretch. The Bears try to press, but it's not enough. It really isn't. And that ends it. Phantoms win! Phantoms win it on a Sunday afternoon, 3-2 the final. And thus, winless on the road in the month of January. And three stars of the game go to Vecchione, who probably had beer bottles thrown at him. Uh, No, wait, Bears lost. They didn't care. Linus Sedin, and then Cal O'Reilly, one number one star, and just <sighs> disappointing. Really disappointing. Um, yeah, they eked out a win against Bridgeport. Yes, they were depleted. And to be, to be honest, if you didn't have the shorthanded, let's say if these were power play goals, we kind of got outworked in this game. You got beat shorthanded twice. Credit to Cal O'Reilly. Right place, right time, two goals. And I'm going to come around. We got to get a little bit more out of Zach Fucali. Brian John's listening to this going, jumping up and down on Twitter. But this, it's another game, another notch, where he has, let me just see it here. And I brought this up last week. This is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine out of ten games, where he has, um, given up three or more goals. Now his record in the in these games in this in this span. Give me a second here. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. one, two, three, Four and he's four four, and two in this stretch now you could argue he's having he's having talent bail him out, but this is not a trend you wanna have going forward he's still he's still six four, and four on the season. I'm pretty sure yep six, four, and three on the season goals against average two eight two eight seven. Save percentage of 880. Save percentage of 880. That will not pay the bills, ladies and gentlemen. No matter what league. Yes, last year 1.8932, but that was against Bridgeport. Uh, Not against Bridgeport. Bridgeport. It was against Binghamton, Lehigh, and Wilkes-Barre in a COVID-shortened season. So you know, you know, Brian. he's, He's got a point. You know, with with our schedule coming up, there is a crap ton of road games coming up for the Bears, and there and there are no safe zones. There are no safe um, weekends where we can beat up on a depleted Wilkes Barre. We've done when we've had it had to do that. But guess who's coming? Who's coming down the line? You've got Cleveland next weekend. You've got not one, not two, but three Northeast roadies. That will include Providence-Hartford. Hartford-Providence-Hartford. Providence-Bridgeport. Hartford. Um, Providence, A Bridgeport Friday, later on in the season. A Bridgeport 10.30 a.m. game, but we'll deal with that in April. You still got Canada to go through. There's some good news. Oh, and the end of next month, you've got the best team in all the land... <laughs> In all of the eastern land of the Utica Comets. Hello, Neil. So, it's not going to get any easier. The time for easy, that was this month. And you did it. You, you won the games you were supposed to. But, the road gets much more difficult. We sit in third right now. The Bears do. In their, uh, in their division... Stupid, uh, stupid phone because I stupidly closed it. They're sitting third. Springfield is up above them. They, we both have 603, but I think Springfield leads the season series. Up above us is Hartford at 608. Below us, Providence at 588. Who's in a little bit of a stretch, down stretch, but don't count them out. The highest scoring team in all the lands, the Charlotte Checkers at 579. And don't look now, Lehigh is at 500. Wilkes-Barre is trying to get back at 500 and the bad luck team, Bridgeport, who we won't see for a while. My point is this, Bears fans, buckle up, buckle up, everyone, because the time of nice, fun home games, it's over. It's time to hit the road, Bears fans. It's time to eat your vegetables as we are going on the road. And I hate to break it to you, it's not the fun kind of vegetables like arugula, or green beans. Green beans with sliced almonds on them. They're delicious. Oh no, oh no, this is asparagus. This is Brussels sprouts in Canada. This is that old lima bean casserole your grandmother said was from the old country in terms of Providence and Hartford. It's time to eat your vegetables, Bears fans, and see where this team really stands. And I'm not counting this team out. Don't take this as sour grapes, Bears fans. But we're gonna need to be in a much better spot than we are right now, as we head into the, I guess the the not the dog days of summer, but the icy grip of winter, the bullseye of the snowstorm season. Because there's a lot of travel coming up, and you want to start impressing people. You want to get people off their backs when the weekend's. On these road trips. And we will go from there. So what's on tap for the Bears this week? Well, this week we have Hartford Coming in for a Wednesday night tilt. It's Hershey Park past Night on a Wednesday. Yay. Am I going? Bullocks? am I. Then Friday and Saturday. It's out to Cleveland. Cleveland! Something. As we take on the Monsters. Whom we haven't seen since the Halloween weekend. It feels like a lifetime ago. We'll get another trip to the Electrodrome on Friday, February 11th. And then the 12th, the Belleville Senators come to town. Come to town, another Canadian opponent we will welcome in. And thinking, processing. That'll be it for the Canadian teams. Oof. oof I'm not ready for that unless we have a conference finals against them. Conference finals, Belleville versus Hershey. I'd gladly welcome that. But after that weekend, boys and girls, <laughs> we have a northeast roadie that me and the boys would have gladly have taken up. Providence, Bridgeport, Providence. Bridgeport on a Saturday night. Ew. woof. Anyway, so that's just a taste of what we have to come. And I hate to break it, everyone. Ain't getting any better once we get into March. Am I beating a dead horse? Probably. But I'm just giving you everybody a chance to know what is up and coming. But we have content coming along in in February. In fact, I'm looking to try try and get Corey Schwartz back on and try to go through some mid-season awards and go through some NHL mid-season stuff as well. So thank you to everyone who has continued your support of the Grit and Barrett podcast. There's more great content coming, I promise you. And once we hit April, um, there is going to be... Um, the content is going to dip a little bit because of myself moving once we get to April. But I'll figure that out once we get there. And then once we hit Memorial Day weekend, (laughs) let's just say, bells will be ringing. (laughs) But that's another show, everyone. Continue to like, share, and subscribe. Pass this show around to all of your hockey friends out there everyone thank you to all your downloads last week's show hit over 200 downloads let's keep this going everyone my name's Richard Blosser stay positive and test negative and I'll catch you next time thank you for downloading this episode of the grit and barrett podcast If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network